Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024. The rooster for your morning. All the news you need to know. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC. Welcome to the 77 WABC Early News. I'm Deborah Valentine with your news, sports, business, traffic, and weather. Here's everything you need to know. The top five at five. Senators have reached a tentative deal on new gun control legislation following mass shootings that have rocked the country. Gun violence rallies all across the U.S. over the weekend demanding reform with participants promising to Oust politicians who don't support their demands. As record gas prices continue to tick upwards, over five bucks a gallon on average, consumer confidence hits a new low. A record number of NYPD officers are resigning, citing anti-cop hostility, bail reform, and rising crime. For the first time in two years, the annual Puerto Rican Day Parade makes its return in the Big Apple. A bipartisan group of senators announced Sunday that they have reached a tentative agreement on modest new gun legislation. It includes mental health and school security initiatives. Twenty senators, which includes 10 Democrats and 10 Republicans, signed a statement announcing the framework deal. The agreement has enough GOP support to defeat a filibuster. Democratic Senator from Delaware, Chris Kuhn, spoke to CNN's Dana Bash. I think the approach that uh, Senator Murphy and Senator Sinema took as they were initially negotiating uh, with Tillis and Cornyn was, let's explore what's possible, what can get more than 10 Republican votes. Because, frankly, to come up short in this moment to deliver literally nothing again was just too hard a prospect to contemplate. Under the tentative deal... A federal grant program would encourage states to implement red flag laws, laws that allow authorities to keep guns away from people found to be a threat to themselves or others. Federal criminal background checks for gun buyers younger than 21 would include a mandatory search of juvenile justice and mental health records. Also, other provisions would prevent gun sales to domestic violence offenders and other than spouses, closing what is often called the boyfriend loophole. After Uvalde, after Buffalo, after Parkland and other mass shootings over the past two decades, thousands of protesters rallied against gun violence Saturday in Washington, D.C. and in other cities across the United States. Protesters favor federal legislation to limit the use of military-style weapons, vowing to fight the gun control inaction at the polls. Demonstrator Ana Biggs spoke to The New York Times. I think we're reaching a national tipping point. The amount of mass shootings that has happened, I think that if this trend continues and if we don't choose to take this opportunity to fight back, it's going to continue again. The cycle is going to continue and eventually people aren't going to be phased by it anymore. At the Washington, D.C. rally, U.S. Park Police detained a man who tossed an unidentified object into the crowd. He was charged with disorderly conduct and disrupting a gathering. Record gas prices continue to tick upwards for the first time ever. A gallon of regular gas now costs $5.01 on average for regular nationwide, according to AAA. It's $5.67 a gallon for premium. Prices have increased over 30 days in a row now. 
Shelly Channel, the owner of a Shell gas station in Lee Vining, California, spoke to USA Today about customer frustration. Most people are tolerant, okay? They may make comments. You occasionally get the irate person, and we just tell them, go down to the Chevron, it's higher. <laughs> the national average stood at $4.07 when the current run of price increases started. That was back on April 15th. The current price reading from Opsis represents 23% increases in less than two months now. Spiraling gas prices is also translating into increased costs for goods and services, with inflation now at a 40-year high. Inflation caused consumer confidence to hit a record low on Friday, according to a survey by the University of Michigan. The index fell from 58.4% in May to 50.2% in June. More than 1,500 NYPD officers have either resigned or retired this year alone. 524 cops have resigned and 1,072 have retired. That was as of May 31st, according to NYPD pension statistics. And that is on pace to be the biggest exodus of officers since the stats have been available, according to the New York Post. John Petrullo is director of the police organization Provide Peer Assistance. He spoke to New York One back in February. Over the past two years, uh, they've seen between the pandemic and protests. I do not recall a time where cops were put under this much pressure for this long of a period of time. The 1,596 total is a 38 percent spike from the same period last year when 1,159 cops called in a career and a staggering 46 percent climb from 2020 when 1,092 left the force by the same date. Anti-cop hostility, bail reform, and rising crime have fed into frustration among the NYPD's rank and file, according to one NYPD officer. That officer took a job with a Long Island Police Department after six and a half years with the New York City's finest. On the 65th annual Puerto Rican Day Parade returned to New York City's Fifth Avenue Sunday for the first time since the viral pandemic began some two years ago. Nessa Elsina, a member of the parade's board of directors, spoke to CBS2. Everyone's happy to be able to continue to celebrate our culture, our history, our traditions, and just to be together again. And U.S. Secretary of Education Miguel Cardona served as Grand Marshal of this year's parade, the nation's largest demonstration of cultural pride stretched from 43rd Street to 79th Street. This year's parade featured a special emphasis on climate change ahead of the fifth anniversary of Hurricane Maria, which devastated Puerto Rico. Your forecast from the Ramsey Mazda Weather Center. We have a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms just till about 9 this morning. After that, partly sunny skies are high today, 82, a partly cloudy overnight, the low 67. And tomorrow, another nice day, partly sunny skies with a high of 79, just a 20% chance of a midday shower or thunderstorm tomorrow. Right now, 69 degrees, partly cloudy skies here in the Big Apple. Well, under federal and state investigation, the police chief of the Uvalde School District, where 21 people were gunned down, is now speaking out. Pete Arredondo was in charge when gunman Salvador Ramos opened fire at Robb Elementary School back on May 24th. And he has been widely criticized for a delayed response. The chief told the Texas Tribune he intentionally ditched his radios because he thought they would slow him down and said he didn't know he was in charge of the operation. Texas officials have alleged Aaron Dondo gave directives to cops not to breach the classroom where 
Gunman Salvador Ramos barricaded himself inside. Here's Rob Elementary School teacher Arnulfo Reyes. There is no excuse for their actions, and I will never forget them. Arandondo also says he didn't know there were kids still alive inside of that classroom because he didn't have his police radio on him. Experts have slammed Arandondo's decision to ditch his radios as unheard of. Terrified victims were stuck inside that building for 77 minutes as officers tried to figure out how to get past a steel jam entrance to the room where Ramos was holed up. Former Trump campaign manager Bill Stepien will be testifying today before the House Select Committee investigating the January 6th Capitol attack. Stepien, a longtime Trump ally, is now a top campaign advisor to the Trump-endorsed House candidate in Wyoming's Republican primary. On Sunday, members of the House committee announced they've uncovered enough evidence for the U.S. Justice Department to consider an unprecedented criminal indictment against Trump for seeking to overturn the results of the 2020 election. Democratic Representative from Maryland, Jamie Raskin, spoke about the hearings on CNN. There's not a specific statutory provision for just referring crimes to the Department of Justice. I suppose our entire investigation is a referral of crimes both to the Department of Justice and to the American people, because this is a massive assault on our on the machinery of American democracy when you have a sitting president who tries to overthrow the majority in the Electoral College of his opponent who beat him. A Trump spokesperson, Taylor Budowich, suggested that the committee's decision to call Stepien was politically motivated. The committee held its first public hearing last week with members laying out their case against Trump to show how the defeated president relentlessly pushed his false claims of a rigged election, despite multiple advisors telling him otherwise. To commemorate the six-year remembrance of Orlando's Pulse nightclub massacre, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis issued a proclamation ordering flags at all local and state buildings to be flown at half-staff from sunrise to sunset yesterday. On June 12, 2016, a gunman walked into the gay nightclub near downtown Orlando and shot 49 people to death and injured dozens of others. The proclamation comes as DeSantis faces criticism from members and advocates of the LGBTQ community for several actions. The governor made headlines all across the globe when he passed House Bill 1557. That's a controversial measure derided as the don't say gay bill. Here's Governor DeSantis back when that bill became law. I don't care what corporate media outlets say. I don't care what Hollywood says. I don't care what big corporations say. Here I stand. I'm not backing down. The legislation prohibits the discussion of sexual orientation or gender identity in schools up to the third grade. It also limits age-appropriate students in higher grades. Parents will also be able to sue school districts over the issue. Members of the LGBTQ community also rallied against the bill DeSantis signed last year that bans transgender athletes from competing in girls' and women's school sports. Let's That's country singer Toby Keith Keith announcing on Twitter on Sunday that he was diagnosed last fall with stomach cancer and has spent the past six months in treatment. The announcement followed news of Keith's canceled performance at the Ohio State Fair next month. His website lists other planned performances in Illinois and Michigan over the next few weeks, so there's no mention of cancellation of those shows on his website just yet. In 2021, then-President Donald Trump awarded Keith the National Medal of Arts, which the 
National Endowment for the Arts describes as the highest award given to artists and art patrons by the U.S. government. A major COVID-19 police policy change. Rather, travelers coming into the United States now no longer have to test negative for COVID-19 before entering the United States. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention cited a new phase of the viral pandemic in a statement confirming this rules change. The requirement ended yesterday, June 12th at 12.01 a.m. Eastern Time. Here's CBS News medical contributor, Dr. David Agus. Yeah, when you look at the data, the testing requirements aren't doing much. This is the right decision to do. And as other COVID-19 rules, these rules now subject to change. Travelers 18 and older who are not U.S. citizens, U.S. nationals, legal permanent residents or immigrants must be fully vaccinated to travel to the U.S. with limited exceptions. Children 17 and under are not required to be vaccinated. President Biden plans to visit Israel and oil-rich Saudi Arabia in July. The White House confirmed the plans to Axios Sunday. Three Israeli officials told Axios Biden is expected to visit Israel and the Palestinian Authority on July 14th and 15th before traveling on to Saudi Arabia. Biden promised on the campaign trail to make Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman a pariah over the murder of Jamal Khashoggi. His plan trip follows the surge in global oil prices. Biden said any visit to Saudi Arabia comes in hopes of bringing more stability and peace to the Middle East. Commitments from the Saudis don't relate to anything having to do with energy. It happens to be a large meeting taking place in Saudi Arabia. That's the reason I'm going. In Israel, Biden's expected to meet with Prime Minister Naftali Bennett. 77 WABC Time Check 515. Justin Ellis here with sports. Yes, I am, Deb. I am Justin Ellis here with Early News Sports Update. Congratulations are most certainly in order for our New York Hockey Rangers. As a season that most certainly exceeded expectations, came to a sad close Saturday night with the Rangers 2-1 Game 6 loss to the Lightning in Tampa Bay. Playing well beyond their years, nobody expected these blue shirts to come within two wins of a Stanley Cup final appearance and captivate New York City in the process. While it may sting right now, Rangers fans have a lot of playoff hockey to look forward to in the years to come. Our two local ball clubs might serve as a good distraction from the Rangers' elimination as both the Yankees and Mets continue to make the rest of Major League Baseball look, uh, frankly, boring and untalented. The Yanks completed a weekend sweep of the Chicago Cubs yesterday with an 18-4 route thanks in part to seven RBIs on not one but two long balls from the stash basher himself, Matt Carpenter. Driven deep to right field. That call courtesy of Michael Kay and the Yes Network. Kyle Higashioka would add two solo shots of his own as production from up and down the lineup allowed the Bombers to cruise into an off day today before kicking off a big three-game set when Tampa Bay comes into town tomorrow. As for the Metropolitans, they took care of the Angels over the weekend, capping off another series win with their 4-1 win yesterday out west. Taiwan Walker grabbed the win with one earned run and 10 Ks over six stellar innings, and Pete Alonso put it out of reach with this solo bomb in the ninth. Swing and a high drive. Left field. Marsh is back. That's going to go. Home run, Pete Alonzo. It's the 18th home run for Alonzo this year. His second in his many nights. And the Mets lead 4-1 to one here in the top of the ninth inning. 
That call courtesy of ESPN, the Orange and Blue. We'll enjoy an update today as well before welcoming in the, welcoming in the Milwaukee Brewers tomorrow night. As for tonight, look out for Game 5 of the NBA Finals between the Celtics and Warriors. Series is not at it, too. We'll see you against the upper hand tonight at 9 p.m. in San Francisco. For more sports content, follow 77 WABC Sports on Instagram and Twitter. And here are the early news sports update. I'm Justin Ellick on 77 WABC. Thanks, Justin. Your forecast from the Ramsey Mazda Weather Center. We have a 40% chance of a shower or thunderstorm just till mid-morning. Then partly sunny skies today are high 82, the overnight low 67. Another partly sunny day tomorrow, the high 79 with a 20% chance of a midday shower or thunderstorm. Right now, 69 degrees, partly cloudy skies here in the Big Apple. Frank Morano standing by with your business report. I'm Frank Morano with your business report. The opening bell rings this morning to kick off a fresh trading week on Wall Street. Friday saw stocks take a beating, closing sharply lower after an inflation report showed a bigger-than-expected jump in prices. The spike in consumer prices fueled investor fears of more aggressive Fed rate hikes. At the closing bell, the Dow Jones Industrial lost 880 points. The S&P 500 dropped nearly 117 points, and the Nasdaq fell by 414 points. A working paper from the National Bureau of Economic Research argues that remote work has played a part in raising housing prices across the country. The study also states that remote work has also relocated housing demand as people move to places more suited for remote work. Study crafters believe that remote work has contributed to around 15% of the almost 24% increase in housing costs that occurred between 2019 and 2021. New York State homeowners with household incomes of $250,000 or less are starting to receive new tax rebate checks worth hundreds of dollars. The checks were authorized in the $220 billion state budget and adopted in April. The state legislature and Governor Kathy Hochul suggested that New Yorkers could use the checks to help pay their local school and property taxes, which on Long Island and Westchester are among the highest in the state. Inflation is hitting everyone hard, even Snoop Dogg. On Tuesday, the rapper tweeted that even his professional blunt roller got a raise. Snoop Dogg revealed in 2019 that he had a full-time staffer whose sole job is to roll his blunt. The avid cannabis fan said he just doesn't have the time to roll it himself. I'm Frank Moreno with your business report on 77 WABC. I'll be back at 1 a.m. on the other side of midnight. Oh, thanks, Frank. Futures in the red this morning. The Dow down 591 points at 30,768. S&P 500 down 92 and a quarter. The Nasdaq's fall on 348 points and three quarter points. Gold down $18.70 an ounce. At $1,856.90 and crude oil down $2.01 $1 a barrel at $118.66. Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024. All New York's March for Our Lives rally on Saturday saw hundreds of people walk across the Brooklyn Bridge and through the streets of Brooklyn demanding federal action to stop gun violence in America. The massive gathering was one of more than 300 rallies across the U.S. This is all part of the March for Our Lives movement urging federal action on gun control. It initially launched in the wake of the Parkland, Florida school shooting in 2018 and is now an annual event. The march comes weeks after several mass shootings in the U.S., including Buffalo, New York, and Uvalde, Texas. 
At Saturday's march in Brooklyn, the demonstrators held up signs demanding gun reform now and a ban on assault weapons. They focused much of their rage on the National Rifle Association, of course, the NRA, which has long lobbied Republicans against the passage of any new gun control legislation. A repeat offender is additionally charged now in connection with two New York City subway slashings. The NYPD says the suspect, 32-year-old Donnie Ubera of Bayside, was arrested just two blocks away from his Queen's home Saturday evening. Cops say he's been arrested 19 times since 2011. Three arrests so far this year alone. He's charged with two counts of attempted murder, assault, and criminal possession of a weapon, according to cops. Despite the violent incidents, one strap hanger told New York One that won't stop him from living his life. As soon as you step out of your home, you have to get around. It's, it's part of life. There's no way around it, right? Anywhere you go, Violence will be there. But at the same time, you have very, 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 very good people out there. Uber is alleged to have stabbed a 55-year-old man in the next Saturday morning while he waited for his train to arrive at Roosevelt Avenue. He's also alleged to have done a similar slashing on Friday morning on a southbound number 7 train at Queensboro Plaza. The victims in both incidents are in stable condition, according to police. Ex-NYPD Commissioner Ray Kelly predicts that left-wing Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg is here to stay, despite renewed calls for his ouster. Last week, and remember, San Francisco voters booted their progressive top prosecutor amid calls for woke L.A. DA George Gascon to follow. Kelly pointed out that New York does not hold recall elections, leaving Bragg's future in the hands of New York's Governor Kathy Hochul, who he projected won't take the political risk. He appeared on the Cats Roundtable with 77 WABC owner and operator John Katsimatidis. What has surfaced is the insidious plot on the part of George Soros to put these left-leaning district attorneys in, in spots throughout the country. He's, he has actually given money to 75 individuals, 75 campaigns. And let's face it, he's been very successful. Kelly says Hochul wants to avoid political blowback by removing New York City's first black Manhattan DA ahead of the June 20th primary. Following Tuesday's successful recall of far-left San Francisco DA Chesa Boudin, New York Republican gubernatorial hopefuls clamored that Bragg, whose progressive prosecutorial policies have repeatedly come under fire since he took office January 1st, would be the next to go. A New York judge Friday refused to dismiss a case against the NRA, the National Rifle Association, on claims that a case brought against them by the New York Attorney General is a political vendetta, a witch hunt, the NRA says. Manhattan judge Joel M. Cohen's decision allows a two-year-long legal battle to continue. Here's James back in 2020 when that lawsuit was filed. It's clear that the NRA has been failing to carry out its stated mission for many, many years, and instead has operated as a breeding ground for greed, abuse, and brazen illegality. The New York case began when James, a Democrat, filed a lawsuit that accused some top NRA executives of financial improprieties and sought to dissolve the group. The AG's job includes oversight of nonprofit organizations incorporated in New York, where the NRA was chartered in 1871. In March, Cohen rebuffed James's bid to shutter the NRA, but the judge let the case go on with the potential for fines or other remedies if the AG prevails. Shame! Shame! 
Well, more on Florida Governor Ron DeSantis now. Not a warm welcome for him at the Chelsea Piers yesterday. Protesters, including LGBTQ advocates and several Democratic New York politicians, railed against Chelsea Piers for its decision to host a conference featuring DeSantis. Critics say that the Republican shouldn't have been allowed to speak at the event organized by the Jewish group Tikva Fund over a law he signed banning school instruction related to sexual orientation or gender identity for children in kindergarten through the fourth grade. Local politicians who attended the Sunday demonstration included U.S. Representative Carolyn Maloney of the Upper East Side, State Senator Brad Hoyleman of the Lower Manhattan Area, Assemblywoman Yuli New of Chinatown, and Lieutenant Governor Contender Anna Maria Arkilla, a picture posted on Twitter shows. Meanwhile, the New York gubernatorial hopeful, uh, Andrew Giuliani, said he's been banned from appearing in person at today's debate against his GOP primary opponents because he's refused to provide proof that he's vaccinated against COVID-19. Instead, he'll have to appear virtually. Looking at your forecasts from the Ramsey Monster Weather Center, partly sunny skies overall today are high 82. We do have a 40 percent chance of a shower or a thunderstorm until mid-morning. Overnight, the low 67, partly sunny day tomorrow. The high 79 with a 20% chance of a midday shower or thunderstorm. Right now, 69, mostly cloudy skies. Well, here's a jolt for coffee lovers. A new study that's been published in the Journal of Internal Medicine finds that drinking coffee on a daily, daily basis can actually help lower your risk for contracting a wide range of deadly diseases. Appearing on Fox and Friends Weekend on Sunday, Dr. Jeanette Neshwat, who's a Fox News medical contributor, explained the study was done over seven years involving 170,000 people. Coffee has over a thousand chemical compounds, antioxidants, anti-inflammatories, so it can help reduce your risk of diabetes, it can help control your blood sugar, it can help prevent uh, heart disease, it can help fight cancer, even Parkinson's, and it's also most recently been shown to help reduce the incidence of suicide. For those who drank anywhere from one and a half to three and a half cups of coffee a day, she added, those individuals increased their lifespan by about 20 percent. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC. Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L. On Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024.